Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This episode is brought to you by Green Skies Analytics, an audit analytics service provider that works with internal audit departments that have data analysts and are still frustrated with trying to make analytics actually work, aren't getting the expected ROI, who can't break through the communication barrier between the analysts and the audit team, and those that need experienced direction for an audit analytics strategy and process. Those that feel like they've wasted time and money on trainings, aren't getting the value they want, not prioritizing the highest risk areas for the organizations, or have projects that seemingly never get completed. Do you deal with any of that? If you do, go to the show notes of this episode and click the Green Skies Analytics link or go to greenskiesanalytics.com to schedule a call and understand how Green Skies Analytics makes analytics actually work for internal audit. Hey everyone, real quick before we jump into the episode, go ahead and block off October 11th and 12th in your calendars for the third annual audit analytics conference. This is the only conference that's just audit and analytics with actual practitioners. So there's no sales pitches. There's no, well, this is why you should do it as opposed to this is how you should do it. So the goal for each speaker that we have come on is show us how to actually do something. We're going to make the registration announcement. Once it becomes available live, we'll make that on the show and continue to do that until the conference. So keep an eye out for that link also. But for now, again, block October 11th and 12th off in your calendars. Today, we have DC Chang on the show. He is the Digital Technology and Cybersecurity Audit Director at United Airlines. And in their team, they are on this journey to develop the next gen audit department. So it's very much in its infancy, as DC will say on the recording. And so we wanted to talk about how they're going to get to where they want to be in the next year. And so hopefully we can have DC back in a year and go, that's great, cool, lessons learned. What can we do to uh, avoid maybe some of the missteps that happened or lessons learned along, along the way? So uh, with that, we talk about the philosophy and principles that they're gonna rely on in order to make this happen, vision for the department, how they're gonna build the next gen auditor, what's a five belt program and how are you measuring the success of each one? so that it's not just, hey, go do a bunch of training and good luck, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> so with that said, here we go. So DC, I know that you have this multi-year initiative and a large part of it is gonna uh, take place within basically the first year. And so when you and I were talking offline, it was, man, in a year from now, I'd probably have a much better story to tell because what I'm, you know, what basically we're talking about today is the things that you're going to implement um, as opposed to what's already been implemented. But from that, what I think was interesting was you mentioned your philosophy and your principles to get there. So what is your philosophy and principles that you're going to rely on this year so that if we brought you back a year from now, you would go, oh, we crushed it. This is what we have going on because of this this philosophy, these principles that you follow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think it's important to understand the context that I've stepped into. And anytime you get into a new role, I think it's important to know what that is. So the context here, and it's it's a it's a mini context within a larger one. So the larger, broader internal audit team, because of pandemic and what happened with our industry, I mean, really coming out from life support mm. and having to rebuild the entire team. But it's a more of a turnaround in sustaining success because the team has been successful in the past. Whereas my specific domain, which is tech and cyber and, and data analytics or more tech and cyber, 
it is focused a lot on startup. Like this is starting it over, new leader, new team, uh, got to hire people in, new process. And so with that, I, I think the formula is it starts with people. It's probably a little bit cliche and overused, but at the end of the day, it really is. And that's what I've learned in my my career, both in life and in professionally. It's that human element. After this job, I'm not going to I'm not going to take the job with me. I'm going to take my relationships. And and that's really what it's about. It's like meaningful connection, meaningful relationship. How can we build that core uh, and that, that secret or that super ingredient being trust? You know, can we build that level of trust where we got a, each other's back? So that to me is the underlying principle. There's a bunch on top of that. Absolutely. And you know, I think there's a certain methodology I think about that I want to follow and I'm I'm asking my new people to do it as well, and that's threefold. It's know your people, know your business, and get stuff done. That simple formula is my my recipe for success. But then there's other elements as far as like what are we looking for in a candidate? What are we looking for in somebody? And I know you have you listened to the podcast. You go through qu- that quite a bit, quite broadly and deeply. Yeah. Um, so a couple things that I heard there. One, I like the the three areas you talked about, the people know the business and then just get stuff done. That's always been my thing when I interviewed for um, positions uh, where I would have someone reporting to me and they're like, well, you know, what's your management style? I was like, I don't care where they do it, how, for the most part, how they do it, uh, depending on what it is, but like, just do it, just get it done. I couldn't care less, you know, uh, if you do it at 2 a.m. Or, or whatever it is, just get the thing done that you said you would. And obviously if you can't communicate it and all that kind of great stuff, but um, and the other thing you mentioned, the emphasis on people, and I really like the the line of when you leave the job, you know, you're, you're not bringing the job with you, you're bringing the people with you. And I know we were introduced through someone you uh, had a, a relationship with at a previous company that I know, and she said, hey, I think you two would, uh, would be great for, with each other. Uh, and then you also mentioned a former CAE that you worked with that you had talked to somewhat recently. And so I know that you're what you're saying you're actually doing you're doing the stuff that you're saying if i brought it for full circle and building those relationships and and relying on those so um i know you also have as of the time of this recording one open position so if anyone's listening to this or going all right that dc guy sounds like somebody i'd want to work with uh look up that position um and apply for it but along with philosophy and principles i feel like a big part of growing or developing a department a, a strategy an organization of business is the vision and whether that's a formal vision statement or not, I'm curious, what is the, the vision for the department? Yeah. And this is the department wide. Actually, when I first came in, I clean slate was working on the technology and cybersecurity mission vision, and it didn't make sense to create a state within a state. So what we ended up doing is taking a look at the broader and thinking, Hey, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity with a lot of new folks. This, not a, so much a rebirth, but um, turnaround, if you will, as I was saying before, to take a look at what we had before and, and renew it. So it is in the renewal process. We're pretty close to being finalized, but uh, the essence of it is create trust, deliver value. I mean, that's the tagline, um, but it's something along the lines of doing that to be able to help management, the company meet its most important objectives. And the, the, the key concept there, Trent, is the trust part. And this really came from our CAE. And it, the trust as far as he said, we 
give trust and receive trust, absolutely. But the concept is multi-directional trust, meaning when we do our audits, assurance work, and looking across people, process, systems, and data, when we evaluate those, we're, we do attestation work. We do a, a assurance work. You know, we're, we're letting other people know. We're advertising to the rest of the company. Hey, you can trust operations, processes, their people, their data is of high quality, reliable, um, and their systems do what they're supposed to do. I, I mean, that's that's what I'm advertising. Obviously, we find issues and observations and gaps, but you know, it's really to not only build trust with our stakeholders, but provide trust to the company so that people can work at a, a faster clip. Right when when we don't have rules and chaos, it's it's hard to get things moving in the same direction. But when you have that system of trust um, back to the people concept as well, it it really can help to accelerate and take off. Yeah. So that's what it's, that's the core of it. Okay. And then as part of that vision, I'm sure you've talked about how you're going to build the next gen audit department. And that's part of that. What I was getting at initially with that first question of a year from now, what that's going to look like. So how are you planning to build the next gen audit department? Yeah, I know we talked about that last time. I was thinking we, we use that buzzword quite a bit, don't we? I mean, I think if you look back at the, history of articles and internal audit writing about next gen. We started doing it when the internet yep. came out of kind of out of nowhere. Uh, so for the last couple of decades, so it's really more of a branding concept, right? So I thought of it in terms of, well, what if we reflected on what's a legacy internal audit versus next gen? Next gen is something we're keep on chasing. It's changed. It's a game changes right now. It's what is a, uh, AI assisted auditor. Right. That's probably more next gen than it was definitely just a couple of years ago. I mean, even in the last six months. So if you look at legacy, it's looking behind, it's auditing behind, it's historical look, looking back. Um, it's already been done. Uh, and we talked about this as well earlier uh, before we started is compliance focused. Like, there's an absolutely importance to compliance focused work and audit. Uh, but to me, that's minimum bar to for entry, right? That you have to be compliant with rules, regulations, laws to be able to do business. But we also know that just because you're ISO 27001 certified doesn't mean you're doing good security. It just means you are certified. Um, so next gen to me is anticipatory. It's predictive. The workforce that we're bringing in, it doesn't, they don't have to be auditors. I think it's being more, um, open-minded in the type of talent you're bringing to bear. So if we think about that new category of audit, I, which I, I got from listening to one of your podcasts, uh, algorithmic auditing, there's another skill set that's required. You need a lot more engineering background, data science, mixed in with data analytics and cyber. That's a bit of a unicorn these days, but is it really? I think the next-gen auditor is one who combines all those. So next gen audit is multidisciplinary. You know, I think traditionally we would come back, come in with one single domain, primary domain, and I think that still makes sense. Uh, RCIA put it this way: you know, SEAL Team Six or the the, the SEALs, Navy SEALs are uh, world renowned for for being the elite. And how do they do it? Uh, they don't do it because all six of them are good at everything. They specialize. However, there are backups, you know, the primary medic, there's a secondary and probably a, a third. So we, we're, we're adopting that concept and how we can be elite by being multidisciplinary. You've got your primary domain, secondary domain, and then your other ones 
are at a minimum bar. And then if we talk about, um, we talked about the belt program that we're, we're rolling out, that is part and partial to building a framework to be able to fill in some of those buckets, right? Fill in those domains of expertise to a certain level. Like we're not asking everyone to be an expert in ESG, an expert in um, cyber, but at a minimum baseline, I think that's an expectation going forward. And I do want to hit more on the five belt program. I think that's really interesting, but you mentioned the algorithm auditor. Sure. And so there is an algorithm auditor certification. Uh, sign up for the audit podcast newsletter, which to do that, go to basically my LinkedIn, look at the posts that we've made. You'll see in the comments, a link to join that. So in that newsletter every week, there is a link to 10% off for that certification. So I say that for those folks that are interested in doing algorithm auditing and being ahead of the game, basically like that part of the next gen auditor being able to do that. If there is interest there, there is a, a certification now that you can, you can do that. So I did want to mention that. And so okay, now let's talk about the five belt program. What does that entail? I will, I'm, I'm basically just going to turn the microphone off on my end and let you go into as much detail as you want to, because I think it's really important. And with the amount of upskilling that is needed for the next gen auditor, I wanted to basically just give you the floor and, and let you speak to that to the extent you want to. Sure. I, and really this was a concept that we put together when I was at Nordstrom with Ra Rachel, you know, that uh, put us in contact and um, and she's doing great. And I think she's implementing something similar wherever she's at. Uh, and for us, we wanted to be able to have a framework so that it was tangible, you know, that we, we could get people that work for them based on their role within the department. So this is a... It, this is a program that we're rolling out, not just for one specific discipline, but we you are doing it first with data analytics. So data analytics is that, that area or intelligent automation data analytics that we're focused on first, because we believe that's absolutely something that you need to have in your quiver of tools available to you. Uh, so it is white belt, yellow belt, green belt, red belt, black belt. I mean, you can choose whatever colors you want, um, but it is geared somewhat off of the concept of Six Sigma where you would get a, your green belt first and then your black belt. Um, this has more belts to it because we want to provide people with levels of proficiency and competence that they can get to. So the white belt is going to be pretty basic. It's, it's building a foundational understanding, speaking the language, especially for data analytics. Does everyone know what ETL stands for? Um, what data quality actually means and what's most important? So we're speaking the same vernacular and having an understanding of the tools. So we, we also bounce against Le Gartner's model of it being a consumer, a citizen, and then an expert. So for our belt levels, we want everyone in the department, regardless of what you do, to get to a yellow belt. That yellow belt means you are a data, con data analytics consumer. So you're, you're, you know enough to, to be able to consume the information and make reasonable um, inferences and decisions based upon that. You may not be at that level where you're beyond Excel and using some of these other tools that are available out there. But the interesting part, and you know this trend, is that as time has gone on, that citizen concept came about because technologies bridged that gap. It used to be, have to be a professional within the domain, but now because of technology and the likes of, even now more so with, with um, uh, large language models and Gen AI, you don't need to have any of that background in it's it's no code. It's not even low code. It's 
it's really no code. But that being said, um, our next belt level from yellow to then green is that data analytics citizen. So our staff and seniors were in some other roles, selective. We're asking them, the expectation is that they would get their green belt. Now, beyond that, typically you you tease out who who actually likes this stuff. I think, Trent, you talked about that was you. You know, you're one of those who dabbled in it. And like, hey, my brain actually gets happy from this type of work. And we expect that that will also happen naturally as a part of this process. And if you want to go beyond to get their red belt, then to the black belt. And when we talk, we're, we're building these as we go. Uh, and we do have a data analytics team. The expectation is that they will achieve that level if they're not already there. And there could be levels within the black belt. But anyone who gets to that level, I would expect that they're at a level of experience and competency where they should be able to apply for for a position on the data, data analytics team, no problem, or within or outside of the group, and be successful. So that that's a an overview of the program. We don't have it fully baked. We are we just are rolling it out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, next week or the week after, we're actually going to have our first white belt introduction. But in terms of the criteria for each week, now I remember talking to Rachel about this way back when. What's the stickiness factor? Like we know that rule, the 70, 20, 10, 70% is of training uh, you you retain through on the job. 20% is through mentorship or coaching and 10% is really through actual training. So where are you going to invest your time? So we've tried to think through what are the ways in which we can gamify it a little bit, throw in some swag uh, and maybe there may be a leaderboard. We're still thinking through how we might want to uh, incentivize and motivate folks, but really this is for their professional development. This is really good for them in their career. You tell me if there's a job description out there that doesn't say something along the lines of data analytics, Python, R, SQL, et cetera. So I know with your five belt program, I basically said, hey, I'm going to turn the mic off. You, you go. So similarly, the floor is yours. Whatever you want to leave the audience with, I will let you do that. So what do you want to leave the audience with, DC? I'd say in the context of just the conversation, I appreciate it, Trent, that somebody asked what I thought was a really profound question to me a long while ago. And it was, are you good today? Are you as good today as you've ever been? And that really stuck with me because it's a really profound question. I, I think oftentimes I'm not as good as I've ever been. And then it's what do you do with that acknowledgement or understanding? So that was where I would leave with everyone else is if you are listening to this, ask yourself that question. Are you as good today as you've ever been? And if the answer is not exactly what you want, then what are you going to do about it? So that would be my, my, my parting word. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere. So please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review, and it really helps to get future guests to come on the show. So we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.